Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I feel like I'm constantly reminding myself that we are all carrying around different stressors, big and small. But when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. And naturally, that can start to affect everything else around us, too. Therapy can be a safe place to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I know that therapy isn't for everyone, but it definitely has benefited me in the past with learning how to sit with my feelings, set boundaries with people, and I don't know, learn how to function with a little less shame. But if you are thinking of starting therapy and access has been hard for you, maybe better help is the right fit. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient. You can get it off your chest with better help. Visit betterhelp.com slash make your bed today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P.com slash make your bed. Good morning. Good morning, sunshine. Welcome to another day of the Make Your Damn Bed podcast. Today, we're talking about week two of The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron. And I shared a story from this chapter yesterday, but I want to share the rules of the road from this chapter, where she proposes how we should go sane. She says, in order to be an artist, I must, one, show up at the page, use the page to rest, to dream, and to try. Two, fill the well by caring for my artist. Three, set small and gentle goals and meet them. Four, pray for guidance, courage, and humility. Five, Remember that it's far harder and more painful to be a blocked artist than it is to do the work. Six, be alert always for the presence of the great creator leading and helping my artist. Seven, choose companions who encourage me to do the work, not just talk about doing the work or why I'm not. Eight, remember that the great creator loves creativity. Nine, Remember that it's my job to do the work, not judge the work. And 10, place a sign in my workplace that says, great creator, I will take care of the quantity, you take care of the quality. At the end of week two, as is the case with all of the chapters throughout the book, there are several tasks that Julia Cameron offers as a potential to dig deeper into what your artist needs and desires to free themselves. And I wanted to share this first task with you because it's not only a valuable task to do for artists, 
but it's a valuable task to do as humans. She asks us to analyze where our time is going. You can start a log or you can just reflect on your five major activities from the past week and then ask yourself how much time you gave to each of those tasks. Which were ones you wanted to do and which ones were things you should do? How much of your time was spent helping others and ignoring your own desires? And have any of your blocked friends triggered doubts? And I've done this activity on my own many times because it's really enlightening to see how you spend your time. Like calorie tracking, I don't think it's beneficial for everybody all the time, but I do think it's really helpful to see what is consuming most of your daily intake. It's interesting and informative to see where our time is going and how we feel after. That way we could decide if we want to continue on that path or we can catch ourselves as we're falling into those habits and we can redirect if we'd like to spend our time somewhere more valuable. But the second part of this task I thought was really interesting. Take a sheet of paper and draw a circle. Inside the circle, place topics that you'd like to protect. Inside the circle, also write the names of those you find to be supportive. Outside the circle, place the names of those you must be self-protective around just now. Then you can keep that safety map nearby adding names to the inner and outer spheres as appropriate. Like Derek is somebody I shouldn't talk to about this project just now, but Aaron might be. Keeping a record or a map like this can be actually really educational and help us remember who is supporting our autonomy versus who's trying to deflate it. One of the other tasks suggested in this chapter was to list 20 things that you enjoy doing. Don't overthink this, but write them down. Maybe rock climbing or pottery or baking pies or making soup or making love or making love again or riding a bike or riding a horse or playing catch or shooting baskets or going for a run or reading poetry or really anything that you like spending your time doing. And once you've gotten that list, ask yourself, when was the last time I let myself do this shit? Next to every entry, write the date if you can remember it. If it's been years for some of your favorites, that's all right. But try to remember and put down the best guesstimate that you can and use this paper as a resource for your artist dates or curiosity and exploration. Next time you're bored, pull out that list and see if you can shorten the distance between doing the things that you love and the person you are right now. And from that list, you can write down two favorite things that you've avoided that could become this week's goals. They can be small goals like buy a roll of film and shoot it, or honestly, just setting up a space for the process. Because at this point, all we're trying to do is win some autonomy with our time. When we can look for windows of time just for ourselves and utilize them as small creative outlets. Go to the record store on your lunch break, pull out your doodle pad instead of scrolling, Instead of planning for big swaths of time when you'll be free, which will be never, start seeking out the small in-between bits so you can fill those times with creation and joy instead. And listen, I've done the artist way before, sometimes full out, but most of the time I pick and choose certain pieces that apply to my life. That's what makes the book so magical is that you can kind of piecemeal and use as appropriate. But one of the major underlying themes of the book is something that I carry with me 
in the everyday, setting myself up so that I could reduce the thinking, planning, setup time, and increase the doing, feeling, creating time. I've created this thing I've named Sit Kits, which are quite literally pencil boxes from the Dollar Tree with everything I'll need for one specific task inside. I've got about five or six, one with all of the things I would need to watercolor, one with all of the things I would need to cross-stitch, another with all of the things I would need to collage, another with all of the things I would need to paint candles, and so on and so forth. And by reducing the time I need to get ready or set up or plan, I am also reducing resistance. It makes it so that when I get the urge to do the thing, I don't have to stress about how to do the thing. I can just dive in and do it. If I want to go roller skating and I have to search for my pads, my helmet, and the right socks, I'm less likely to go roller skating. Whereas storing all that shit together makes it a lot more accessible and a lot less overwhelming to consider. Increasing resistance between the things you don't want to do more of and decreasing resistance between the things you do want to do more of can genuinely change the way that you're showing up in your life, which means life can feel easier. It just takes a little more tactical planning and practical execution if you want that to work. Now, getting back to week two of The Artist's Way, there are about 12 other tasks I'm not going to talk about today, but I also can't stress enough how much setting myself up for success has reduced my resistance and increased my performance, which is really all I've ever been trying to do my whole fucking life. Anyway, I love you so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll talk to you tomorrow while you make your damn bed. Bye, beautiful. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.